0: Welcome to episode seven of Just a Gringo from Miami with
1: Jen the Gringa.
0: The Gringa. This episode is entitled Dad's Review of the Podcast. Spoiler alert, it was not good. Uh, I don't know if you could you know do it. Was, Ron. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can give uh, a half star or a negative star on Spotify. But if there's a way to do it, uh, I'm sure he will. So I'm on the phone with him and uh, we're wrapping up the call. We're making small talk to the extent that he's capable of making small talk. And he asked me, so what else is going on? I said, oh, I don't know if you know, but Jennifer and I are doing a podcast together. And his response was, oh, the podcast. I said, yeah. Did, Did you like it? It's like, um, no. Uh, I thought it was pointless. So I said... I
1: think he also said he was not a fan. <laughs> not a fan, right. Not a fan. That was his uh, yeah, huge yeah. statement about a podcast. Yeah, that'll
0: probably be the title of his review. Or <laughs> of this
1: segment.
0: <laughs> well, it won't be of this segment because he made it very clear that he will not be listening. So...
1: Well, at least I won't feel bad if anything we talk about on this.
0: Oh, yeah. No, if there's anything you don't want Dad to know, now's the time to talk about it because uh, you are 100% certain he will not hear it. So I said, well, uh, why did you find it pointless? Why aren't you a fan? Uh, I said, can you give me a, a specific example? He said, well, I was listening to the episode about boating, and you told people to bring sunscreen. Is that really necessary? <laughs> I'm like, well, it's it's not necessary, but it's it's good tip, and a lot of people forget. Uh, I just thought I just thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was silly, and he, it what he didn't just stop there. Just the thought of the podcast, and I guess him reliving it, made him so mad and put him in such a bad mood he had to end the call <laughs> just just the thought just the thought of the of of the podcast all over again just really just ruined his day so uh we wrapped up the call so i so i think um some background and some context of why sunscreen suggestions for boat would so offend him are in order
1: why he would not want us to do this podcast because he is probably stressed about what we'd be talking about
0: right right well first of all we're not going to talk about anything where the statute of limitations haven't long expired so and we're not going to name names or anything like that it's gonna be very general um and plus i don't think like (laughs) 80-year-old <laughs> former cohorts of dads are our target audience but <laughs> 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 but in an abundance of caution um you know it will be limited to <laughs> topics where uh statutes no, of limit yes yeah, statutes of limitations have long expired um okay. so Here's Dad's philosophy on boating um and why he'd be offended about sunscreen. When I first started going over to Bimini years ago, I I told him I was going to go and his question was, "Well, what guns are you bringing?" I'm like, I'm not bringing guns. Do, you know, why why would I bring guns? He says for security when you're crossing over. So, he didn't ask who are you going with? What are you doing? That sounds nice. He wants to know what I'm packing going over there. I'm, like, I'm not taking anything, Dad. It's it's not an exotic boat. No one's going to try and take the boat. It's Besides, I would have to declare the guns and the ammunition to customs. You check in with customs? <laughs> yeah, Dad, I check in with customs. What I wanted to continue to say, but I did not, was... Yeah, I'm not going over in 40 minutes on a cigarette with no top to avoid radar and then returning, staying there for 20 minutes and then returning uh, in the same manner after it gets dark. It's not that type of a trip, okay? I'm going with couples and children and everything else. So, So that's basically his mindset. His worldview froze in 1989 Miami and that's how he views the world. When you look at up,
1: least he was still concerned for your safety, so I gotta give him that. Oh,
0: you know what, Jen? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm i the problem. I didn't realize that he was that's actually kind of sweet. <laughs> it is from dad, it is, at least. yeah, he was concerned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what I can remember with dad, which is an old school kind of a thing, is when he used to take me to work when I was 10 years old and we'd be on our way home and all of a sudden he pushed it on the gas, looked to the guy next to him and start racing. And he would do this down the Julia Tunnel causeway all the time when he took me to work and I thought it was the coolest thing going 100, 150 miles an hour in his Corvettes, racing all the time, coming home. I'd smell like burnt rubber and my mother would call him start yelling at him and they would fight as usual. And he'd say, Oh, I I won't do it again. Andrea, you're wrong, whatever. And then next weekend, same thing, come home, smell like burnt rubber racing with dad. So, and I was lucky if I was wearing a seatbelt.
0: Oh yeah. The the seatbelts along with the sunscreen were completely non-existent growing up. Um, Yeah, I have distinct memories of you and I being in the pool, peeling each other's burnt skin off, thinking it was beyond hilarious.
1: Well, how I learned to swim is at three years old, he just threw me in the pool, right in the center of the pool and said, swim. And uh, I almost drowned, but I made it to the other side. And actually, he did it a few times, and that's how I learned how to swim. Now they hire swimming teachers, the whole thing. So,
0: Yeah, I remember one of those... um, Julia Tuttle races. He had a 1963 split window um, Stingray Corvette. And a few of them came from the factory modified where they had 36-gallon gas tanks, which means you basically had the two seats in the front, and then you had an enormous gas tank in the back. The whole back of the car was a, a gas tank. And... Um... So if we had more than one person in the car, like let's say it was me and a friend or me and two friends, either me or the friends would ride not only without a seatbelt, but on top of a gas tank.
1: Oh <laughs> so, yeah, he took me on top of the gas tank to Key West one time. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't sit up. I had to lay flat the whole time.
0: Yeah, so um, he actually found a less safe way of transporting <laughs> us than just without a seatbelt. Um <laughs> Having us sitting on, you know, uh, basically, you know, a moving bomb uh, if uh, someone were to rear-end us. But uh, in hindsight, no one's rear-ending us because uh, he was going 120 miles an hour. (laughs)
1: Exactly. You know, these are old-school parenting skills that made us, the people we are today, I wish our kids had some of these hardcore experiences in their life. Now everything is cushy and car seats and don't upset your children and... I don't know. Some uh, of this isn't the worst thing that dad did to us.
0: No, I mean when I took when I took uh the kids to Costa Rica and I and uh the road, some of the roads there are terrible. You know, I rented a four-wheel drive pickup truck um with a stick shift to get around and uh I put the kids in the back. Uh in right. in the bed because if I did that here, you know, uh child services would come and take them away from me. <laughs> Um but in Costa Rica you can still do it and you go over potholes and stuff and they flap in the air they think it's hilarious you know Of course yeah. um but you you know the reason that dad uh re- chose Julia Tuttle Causeway to race on it was because there was it was impossible for him to get a ticket there was no there was no Miami Beach police officer on Julia Tuttle or a state trooper that either hadn't been hired by Dad to do security at the forge, or at one time or another been comped at the forge. So, very, very right. True. So you got perks knowing Dad. Yeah. So no, no. he wouldn't. He wouldn't even look in his rearview mirror. Um, <laughs> you didn't need to. No. I mean, we used to blow by cops. Uh, you know. I guess they knew it was his his car. I mean, how many uh, you know twenty year old pristine Corvettes. You know, we're blowing by at uh four in the morning. Uh, you'd have new ones blowing by, that's who they pull over, but not not those old ones they knew it was dad. Um, so yeah, uh, the last review I remember dad giving uh, was when I was a teenager. We were at the Doral Country Club and uh, kind of a she she place. I think Trump ended up buying it, and um, he had ordered white wine with lunch and uh. He didn't. He wasn't drinking it, and the waiter stupidly came over and asked him uh, if there's anything wrong with the wine. And uh, Dad paused, uh, made serious eye contact with this guy, and then just said, "I've got to tell you." And whenever Dad starts with <laughs> "I've got to tell you," like it's never like. Oh, I've got to tell you, you look great today. Or I've got to tell you, I just things are great. No, it's it's always it's always something bad afterwards. So uh, it's like I got to tell you, the wine tastes like piss. And that sounds right.
1: That sounds like a dad comment.
0: And then he just stopped and kept staring at the guy. And uh, you know, most people are bothered by awkward silence. That's like that's where dad lives. <laughs> I I don't know if it's because uh, he's just done talking so he expects everyone else is um, or he just it just doesn't occur to him that the situation might be awkward for normal people um, <laughs> so you know this yeah. is before this is before cry rooms but I'm sure if there were one um, this waiter would have gone and had himself a good cry in uh, the cry room, uh, but Dad did give his honest review of the wine, and uh, and that's what counts. Um, I'm trying to think of another uh, story. Statue limitations have expired. No one got hurt. Oh yeah.
1: Well, so- how about when he? He gave Alexa and Ethan guns to go shooting when <laughs> Alexa was six and Ethan was nine. And we went out in the backyard. He lined up Coke cans and bottles and hit, taught the guys, kids how to shoot it at that age. To him, it was nothing. I was normal. so And you know what? They did pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, in his defense, uh, he didn't have them, you know fire off like a 357 or anything. I I, I think he I think he appropriate he kept it age appropriate at a nine millimeter. So you know yeah,
1: it's the nine millimeter. Yeah,
0: so um, you know, good for him, you know. Uh it shows that again, I guess that was his way of being sweet. Um
1: that is his way because he felt again he was protecting the kids by teaching them how to use guns at an early age. Right.
0: And, and making sure they used a nine millimeter automatic as opposed to like a 44 or something, you know, which uh, the, the recoil could have hurt them. So, yeah, I, I'm sure there was no, um, I know for a fact, because he and I used to go into the Everglades and shoot, and there was never ear protection anywhere. So, I'm, I'm sure Ethan and Alexa had no ear protection whatsoever.
1: I think they actually did. He's a grandpa now, not a dad. No so way. Be. Yes, yes, they did. I'll show you the pictures. Wow. I, uh,
0: wow.
1: Facebook page? Oh, yeah, we do. I'll post, yeah, I could post those pictures with the, with the ear protection. It was impressive.
0: That's, Im- so you know what? Mm-hmm. There, there might be sunscreen in his future yet.
1: We'll see. We'll see. With all this being said, I think they know our audience knows our father pretty well now and um do you have anything left to say about this uh, old school father of ours ron
0: uh i'll just say that uh those those are the stories that we can tell um you can only imagine the stories that we can't tell uh and also why um we are not offended by his half star review and um
1: negative star
0: i'm sorry ne- ne- negative star review and, uh, you know, uh, I guess on some level, you know, uh, he, that, that is how he shows his, uh, concern. So until, uh, until next time, which will be episode eight, this has been episode seven of just a gringo from Miami with
1: his sister that obviously can't get insulted
0: <laughs> the Gringot. And, uh, we will see you in episode eight.